Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Ditch Decade Diets Podcast. I am your host, Lorna Perozo, certified food freedom coach and founder of the Ditch Decade Diets Academy. I've spent 10 years in an unhealthy relationship with food, binge eating, over-exercising, and feeling insecure in my body. This podcast is all about helping you get to the root of your food struggles and teaching you how to rewire your brain so you can end binge eating. If you're ready to improve your relationship with food and cultivate more self-love towards yourself and your health, this is the podcast for you. So let's get to it and jump right in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Ditch Decade Diets podcast. I am so excited for this episode where I share with you the certain steps that you need to take in order to transition from tracking calories and macros into intuitive eating. There are eight steps that I'm going to walk you through. Some of them are strategy based and some of them are mindset based. And this is really important. I truly don't believe that you can have one without the other. You need the strategy. You need to know this step-by-step process, but you also need to have the right mindset. You need to believe in yourself. You need to keep going when things are hard. And you're going to hear me talk about this in This episode, it's actually a live training that I did inside of my private Facebook group. And also I recorded it live on Instagram as well, too. So doing all the things, look at me go recording three things at once. I love it. I love this stuff so much, but I'm so excited to dive in. You're going to hear everything that you need to know inside of the podcast episode. So without further ado, let's just go ahead and dive right on in. Hello, Instagram. Hello, Facebook. What is up, you guys? I am so excited to be doing this little live training for you guys on how to transition out of tracking calories and macros into intuitive eating. There's really eight steps that is really important. And today I'm going to be sharing a little bit of a mixture of the strategy and the mindset, because you can't have one without the other. You need to have the proper strategy, the step-by-step process, but you also need to have the right mindset because I'm sure all of you listening right now, you want to eat normally. You want to be able to eat without having to weigh out your food and use my fitness pal and think about food all day long. You don't want to have to go out for dinner and stress out all week about what you're going to eat, what's going to fit your macros. Like you're just done with that. But then there's also another piece of you that is scared scared to eat intuitively. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of doubt. There's a lot of, I'm just going to spiral out of control. I'm just going to gain a bunch of weight. And if this is you, I get it. I totally, totally, totally get it. And this is why I wanted to put together these eight steps for you so that you can have a better understanding of what it actually looks like, what it actually takes to transition out of tracking calories and macros into intuitive eating. Now, before I go ahead and dive in, I did want to mention that if you are super ready and you're like, I would love nothing more than to just eat intuitively. And I want to be able to get support because I've tried on my own and it maybe hasn't worked out. 
I have put together a program called Eat Normally, where I'm going to teach you literally the step-by-step-by-step-by-step process of how to transition into intuitive eating without spiraling out of control. And you're going to learn how to ditch the, the, the diet mindset. You're going to learn how to no longer see food as good versus bad. You're going to learn the main key principles of intuitive eating. There's going to be group support, weekly live trainings with me. So you're going to have so much support. This is the biggest difference. If you have tried eating intuitively before on your own, maybe it hasn't worked out because maybe you've been trying to do it on your own. I know every single time I've tried eating intuitively so many times and I felt like I was a balloon. I felt like I was gaining weight tomorrow. Like I was 10 pounds heavier tomorrow. And that wasn't actually true, but it feels scary, especially when you've been tracking for so long. So support is really important. Knowing the step-by-step, you don't have to do this on your own. So if you are interested, we are starting on Monday. I am so excited. Message me if you are interested for all of the details. Send me a message on Facebook or Instagram at Lorna underscore binge eating coach. Message me. I will share all the details with you and you can get inside. Okay. So here is what you need to know. The first thing, if you're wanting to transition into intuitive eating, you have to do it slowly. You have to do it slowly. It can feel really scary for your body and your brain to go from meticulously tracking every single thing that you eat, weighing out your vegetables, weighing out your protein, weighing out your food when you go out for dinner. Like it can feel really scary to jump from that to just having kind of like this free for all. And intuitive eating is not a free for all, actually. There's so many misconceptions about intuitive eating. And I think this is why a lot of people aren't successful with it or they don't stick with it is because a lot of people think intuitive eating is you eat whatever you want, whenever you want. And yes, there is some truth to that, but there's also a lot more to that. If you were just to, you know, eat whatever you wanted all of the time, you probably wouldn't feel good. You probably would have an upset stomach. Like if I ate chocolate every single day for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I wouldn't feel good. My gut wouldn't be happy. I'd have low energy. I wouldn't be productive. So that's really important to know as well too. Yes. Intuitive eating is eating what you want. There are essentially no rules, but there's more to it right? You have to pull on gentle nutrition. We have to be in tune, understanding the difference between a craving, the difference between a binge impulse. Am I hungry? Am I full? There's so much that goes into it. And obviously that's what I'm going to be teaching inside of the program, eat normally. But the first step is you've got to do it slowly. You know, like again, it can feel just really scary to go from so much structure to zero structure. So what I'm going to teach you inside of the program is actually how to do it in a way where your body still feels safe and it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel scary because the reason people jump back to, um, tracking calories and macros is because they don't feel safe. They don't feel safe. So we have to feel safe. We can do it step by step. It's not, you know, you don't have to go from tracking everything, like I said, to not tracking anything at all. We can do it step by step. We can do it slowly. We can do it, 
you know, not tracking one meal, maybe not tracking for a day. Like there's so many things that we can implement, but the most important thing to understand for the first step is you have to do it slowly. Okay. Now the second step is to remind yourself that this is a process. Remind yourself that this is a process. You can't expect to transition tomorrow. I think we confuse intuitive eating with dieting. Dieting, you are expected to see results tomorrow. It's a quick fix, right? If I just follow these macros, I'm going to see results tomorrow. But that's just not the reality of it. Intuitive eating is a process. It is a journey. It's not a destination. It's not you know, tomorrow I'm going to automatically know when I'm hungry and I'm going to stop when I'm full and I'm going to be able to see results tomorrow. Dieting and intuitive eating are not the same thing. We have to be clear on this. It is a process. It is a self-exploration process to get back in tune with your body, to build up self-trust. Trust is not built in a day. Trust is not built in a few days. Trust takes time. So if you are trying intuitive eating and maybe you've done it for a short period of time and you didn't see results, we can't expect to see results if we aren't giving it time. If you're focusing on the destination versus the journey. When it comes to dieting, yeah, everybody's focused on the the destination, the end result. I just want to lose weight. But with intuitive eating, We have to focus on the journey, this self-trust, reconnecting to your body, understanding your hunger and fullness cues. There are so many more pieces that actually goes into it. So expectations need to be realistic. Okay. That's really the second piece, understanding that this is a process. Okay. Number three, the third step is to get support. When you are trying to eat intuitively and you're trying to do this on your own, it can feel messy. It can feel like I am losing even more control. I am spiraling out of control. I am gaining so much weight. I remember so many times, like I'd be so done with tracking and and weighing everything. I wanted to throw my phone away every single time I opened up my fitness pal because numbers and calories and food was on my mind, literally 24 freaking seven. And I remember like telling myself like, okay, that's it. I'm going to eat intuitively. And every single time I would do it, like it was so scary. I remember not even knowing how to eat. I will never forget this time. I share it so many times, but I was in the front with my front of my house with my mom and she put out like pistachios and cherries. And in the back of my mind, although I wasn't actually tracking macros, I like memorized all the macros and I was like, okay, maybe that's too much fat if I have too many pistachios and then the carbs of the cherries, like, I don't know. So I'm just not going to eat anything. Like I did not know how to freaking eat, right? So when you have support, you can number one, learn this step-by-step, but also number two, you're going to have the proper mindset. You're going to have this encouragement that you're on the right path. It can feel scary. Every single person that transitions into intuitive eating probably feels a little bit of fear and that's normal. But are you going to be the type of person that says, this is too scary. This is too hard. I'm just going to go back to tracking, even though it's not what I want to do. 
it's the quote unquote easier thing to do. I just feel safe there. Or are you going to say, no, I'm better than that. I no longer want to be tracking my food. I don't want to be thinking and obsessing about food 24 seven. I am exhausted. It is draining. I am done with that. I want to eat intuitively. So I'm going to get support. I am going to have somebody who's been there, done that, and can show me the way. This is so important, you guys. I have clients that come to me and they're like, Lorna, I've tried intuitive eating. It doesn't work. (laughs) And then they join the program and they're like, oh, wait, I don't even think I was doing intuitive eating before. (laughs) Because intuitive eating is not eating shit all day long. Like it's eating healthy foods and being in tune with your body. Like, like I said, there's so much more to it. So you're going to actually learn what intuitive eating actually is the key principles of intuitive eating inside of my new program. Eat normally. Like I said, that's starting on Monday, but getting support is really important. Okay. Now, number four, you want to have a long term mindset. So like I said, with dieting, with dieting, it's, it's really about what can I do today to get results tomorrow? What can I do today to get my results, to get results this week? It's very short term. It's very quick fix, but because intuitive eating is a long-term game, you have to think what is going to be most sustainable, what's going to be most enjoyable for me long-term. You're thinking future focus versus short-term focused. So what I mean by that is like, you know, in the future, you don't want to be weighing and tracking and measuring all of your food. So we can't think about What can I, what diet can I just hurry up and do? What foods can I just eat today to get me results tomorrow? It's how can I, for the rest of my life, be able to eat normally? How can I set myself up for success so that I never, ever have to diet again? This is the freaking goal. Thank you for the hearts, by the way. I don't know who that is, but I see hearts on my screen and that makes me so happy. The thought of never having to diet again, is that not freaking exciting? Is that not reassuring? That literally just made me so happy because I was a chronic yo-yo dieter. I knew nothing else except diet and binge and then fall off track and feel guilty and, and feel bloated and then wake up in the morning beating myself up. That's all I knew. So I was like, there is a way to not have to diet ever again. I am in, take my money, show me the way, like, just please help me. (laughs) And, you know, when my clients finish the program and they're like, I can't even believe that I don't have to plug my food in my fitness pal. It's so much more freeing. Like this is what is possible for you, but it's only if you choose to have a long-term mindset. If you choose to keep short-term quick fixes as a more priority, it's not going to work because you're going to be so focused on weight. You're going to be so focused on what do I eat today to see results tomorrow? We have to think long-term. What's going to be best for me long-term? Think about this. When we're dieting, that's not good for your metabolism. It's not good for your hormones. It's not good for your mental health. It's not good for your physical health. But when we think long-term intuitive eating, it's good for your health. 
It's good for your mental health. It's good for your physical health. You actually take care of your body when you are in tune. You don't need the third cookie when you're in tune with your body. You can stop eating when you're full. Some people think intuitive eating is just eating junk all day. No, I'm the healthiest I've ever been. And I'm the most confident in my own body. And you don't have to gain weight. This is, you know, there's so many myths to intuitive eating. I'm not saying you're going to lose weight. Some people lose. Some people say the same. You might gain, but it's all what your body needs to do. We can't focus on quick fixes anymore. The diets just don't work. And we know this. You, I know you guys know this. Okay. So the fourth thing is long-term focus versus short-term quick fix. Okay. Now the fifth thing that you need is you have to be willing to do something different. You have to be willing to do something different. I always love this phrase or like this quote, if you do what you've always done, you're going to get the same results. So if you have constantly spent years and years and years weighing and tracking and measuring all of your food and, you know, you feel out of control, well, there needs to be a different approach, an approach of self-trust. You can't trust yourself when you're relying on my fitness pal. When you are relying on external factors to tell you how much you should eat, when you should eat, how many grams of carb, protein, and fat that you need, you are dismissing your body. You are completely disconnected from your body. No wonder you feel out of control. No wonder you feel out of control. When you are relying on my fitness pal, right? Or, or tracking and weighing, and this is how many grams of carbs, like we don't like being told what to do. So if you know, at the end of the day, it's like nine o'clock at night and you're like, Oh my God, I don't have any carbs left. You know what you're going to want? You're going to want all the carbs. You're going to want all the carbs, right? This is, this is the way that it is. And I hear all the time from you guys saying like, Tracking calories and macros making makes me way more obsessed with food, but it just feels safe. But it doesn't feel safe, you guys. I know it feels safe, but it's not actually safe. It's a false sense of safety because it only feels safe because you feel like if you just follow it, you're going to, you know, if you just follow the calories and macros, you won't binge. But how many of you guys are tracking macros and still binging? So we have to get real with ourselves. Is this approach actually working? And it doesn't work if you say it only works if I stick to it. Because if it works, you should be able to stick to it long term. I always ask, I say, you know, if somebody says, I used to track macros and I, I, I stopped because it's hard to get back to it. And I say, well, that's not your fault. It's never your guys' fault. If you are having a hard time doing something again, there is a reason. It's not realistic. It's not sustainable. And I kept blaming myself. Like, what the heck is wrong with me? Like, why can't I just stick to the numbers? I know how many grams of protein and carbs and fat that I need. Like, how, how complicated could it, be, could it really be? But it's exhausting. It's not easy. That's why... 
nobody can stick to it. Or maybe you can for a short period of time. But if you keep falling off track, that is a sign you have to be doing something different. You have to try something different. If what you're doing right now isn't working, you can't keep doing it. Okay. So that's the fifth step. You have to do something different that requires self-trust and you cannot build self-trust if you are relying on external factors of, you know, tracking. Exactly. This reminds me of Weight Watchers so much. Exactly. Any external factors. I know this isn't related to the topic right now, but even intermittent fasting, relying on telling yourself that you can't eat past 7 p.m., like that's dis, that is completely dismissing your hunger and fullness because one day at eight o'clock, you might be starving and you're going to tell yourself, no, you can't eat unrealistic. Right. Or you're like, I can't eat after 7 PM. So come six o'clock, I'm going to binge my face off so that I don't get hungry after 7 PM. Unrealistic, unsustainable. It doesn't work. Okay. Now the sixth step I'm, I'm on Instagram and I'm on Facebook, by the way. So just looking two places here. But the sixth step is understanding that it might feel a little messy at times. Just like the first time you do anything, there's going to be trial and error. It's not going to be perfect, right? The first time you rode a bike, it was probably shaky. It was pro- You were probably a little wonky, right? You can't expect yourself the very first time to hop on a bike and you know, ride the bike, no hands, I'm perfect. No. So when you're transitioning into intuitive eating, we have to understand it might look messy. I don't know if I'm hungry. I don't know if I'm full. These are all things I'm going to teach you inside my program, eat normally, but we also have to understand that it's still a process. You have to be willing to get back up. The difference between somebody who eats normally and, and, and eats intuitively. And somebody who keeps reverting back to, uh, tracking macros is they're not willing to go through a little bit of a messy phase. They say, ah, this is too hard. I need to go back to tracking, but then they stay, they stay tracking and they stay stuck in the cycle. But if you're willing to experiment and you're willing to not be freaking perfect all the time because we're human beings and you're willing to explore and ooh, what foods sound good? How long does this, like, am I even full? Okay, I had that meal and I was hungry 30 minutes later. Okay, I can take note. Maybe that food, you know, isn't gonna sustain me for the next three hours, right? But you have to be willing to, to go through this. You have to be willing to, for things not to look perfect. And I know that's hard because as a past perfectionist myself of always being on diets, everything needed to look perfect. If, if it was either like everything needed to be so spot on, I'd be like scared to eat like 15 almonds versus 10 almonds, but then I would like binge on chocolate all night long. You know what I'm saying? So like, we have to be willing to, to get back up, even when things feel difficult, um, we have to do, to experiment with our body. Number seven, which kind of relates to that, but it's focus on progress over perfection. I tell my clients this all the time, one meal at a time, one day at a time, 
one step at a time. If you think about where you currently are right now to where you want to go, it can feel so scary. It can feel like a huge jump. I will never be able to get there. That feels so hard. That feels so scary. It feels scary when you think about the end result. But if you just think, what do I need to do today? How can I make myself feel safe today? What can I do at this one meal? It's not always about, you know, like when we think about the end result, that's when the fear comes in. That's when it becomes scary. But when we just focus on how can I just make progress today? How can I just make progress at this meal and celebrate it, right? One meal at a time. How can I focus on my hunger and fullness in this one meal? I don't have to be perfect and I don't have to try to get this right for the rest of my life. One day, one meal, one step at a time. And the last thing that I want to say is celebrate yourself. When you are having those moments, you're like, oh my gosh, I was able to stop eating when I was full. Celebrate yourself. Get so excited. Like, I am so proud of you. You should be proud of yourself. If there is a moment when, you know, you realize like maybe you started eating and you're like, wait, I'm not even hungry. And then you stopped. Celebrate yourself. And you might be like, Lorna, you're freaking crazy. If I start eating, I'm finishing that bad boy. Or like, even if I'm full, I'm continuing to eat. But this, this is what can happen for you when you utilize these tools, when you implement these, these things. And the reality is a lot of the times you do better than you give yourself credit for. We're so hard on ourselves. Why? Right? Going back to the perfectionist, like it has to be so perfect. You are doing better than you actually give yourself credit for. And this is why also having support and being surrounded by a group is so powerful because people celebrate you. Like when was the last time you celebrated yourself? We don't do it enough. And in my programs, it's a celebration because you deserve to be celebrated. And when you celebrate yourself, it actually signals to the brain. This is the direction that I want to go in. This is the direction that I want to go in. So every single time that, you know, you were able to, maybe in the morning you wanted oatmeal and the little voice inside of your mind is like, oh, that has too many carbs. You shouldn't eat that. And you go and you freaking do it anyways. And you have the oatmeal celebrate yourself. I know I'll celebrate you. I'm going to be like, yes, girl, you did it. You're confident. You own your decisions unapologetically. You know how beautiful that is? That is so beautiful. I'm so proud of you. We need to celebrate ourselves. And if you don't celebrate yourselves, you got to join my world because I will celebrate you so big. (laughs) It's so much fun. I love it. Um, Okay, you guys. So that is what I wanted to share with you guys today. In my program, Eat Normally, we are diving so deep. Like you are going to get the exact steps. You're going to have my support every single step of the way as you transition from tracking calories and macros into intuitive eating. If you are intuitive eating right now, but you're still thinking about food a lot, you're still thinking, oh, I don't know if I should have that. That's too high in calories. Food is on your mind all the time. You're thinking about your next meal. This program is for you. If you want to eat normally, you don't want food on your mind all the time. If you think about how a normal person eats, they don't think about food all the time. 
They are decisive with their food choices. They eat when they're hungry. They stop when they're full. They order what they want at the restaurant. They don't feel guilty. They don't have any binge urges. This is what eating normally is actually about. I have transitioned myself. I have helped hundreds of clients at this point, and I'm ready to teach you in this program, Eat Normally. So we're starting on Monday. I'm so excited. It's four weeks. There's group chat support. There's weekly trainings with me. You have an opportunity to ask me questions. We can work through whatever it is that you're going through. It's going to be so much freaking fun. And obviously lots of celebrations happening. Okay. So if you're interested, just message me. We're starting on Monday. So be sure to, to message me if you are interested. I'm so excited. I can't wait. There's already so many of you ladies in the program already. It's going to be so good. Okay. Well, actually I keep my programs pretty small, so it's like nice and intimate, um, but still message me. All right, you guys have a beautiful rest of your day. Okay. We'll see you guys inside and we'll see you guys later. Bye. Logging on Facebook. Bye guys. <laughs>